Ain't nobody listening to this shit. Welcome to the Beyond Our Service podcast, where two veterans with wives and kids pretend to know what they're doing in life. We look at the good, bad, and ugly and laugh our way through it all. So come join us as we go beyond our service. The kinky way, I think it'd be kind of badass to have a big high chair, adult size, you could sit and eat dinner while you're watching TV with. <laughs> yeah, if you made it, yeah, exactly. All right, what's up, guys? Uh, welcome back to another week of the podcast here at Beyond Our Service. Uh, thanks for coming back, and if this is your first time, uh, check out some of the other episodes, especially the introduction to Beyond Our Service, and you'll hear a little bit about what we are, who we are, and what we do. Um, today is Sunday, June 6th. Happy D-Day, and it is 7.30 at night. I don't know why I'm telling you that, but it is. All right, so today I've got uh, Schick is driving uh, to Illinois, so I'm going to bring him in or unmute him now. Uh, he's driving, so there's a little bit of wind noise. But uh, as always, his audio sucks, and that's just the way he rolls. And uh, we're also going to have a very exciting guest on the show. Uh, his name is Thomas Crampton, or Tom Crampton. And uh, he is co-founder of Valhalla uh, Millworks. And he brought us some flags, uh, some milled out flags. He'll explain it all, and we'll put pictures and stuff. So, uh, without further ado, let's bring on Shiktifer. Shikipu, how are you? What's up, buddy? So, why? Just uh, in, I don't know, hour nine or ten of this drive. How long is it? It's like 14 hours. Why? Why are you driving to Illinois? So. Dude, it's been a crazy week. So I drove our one car to California from Denver. I closed. I signed closing docs on our house for the sale of our Colorado house on Monday at like 10 a.m. Then I drove straight out to California. That was like a 14-hour drive so that I could file all this paperwork and sign for the purchase of our house in California, which I did on Friday. Left the car there, flew back to Denver Friday night on Red Eye. And now I'm driving my second car to my parents' house to hang out because uh, the house isn't going to be ready till like July 1st. Jeez. And I'm homeless. So. Yeah, you got nowhere else to go. So, yeah. So, I've been in, like, in the car, I believe, like, 50% of the last week. <laughs> Less than I do. That sounds amazing. Well, hey, at least yeah. you have really good company inside your car to keep you awake and have fun with right or oh no you're i was right a little yourself. yeah I'm, I'm slightly concerned i might fall asleep over well hey if you feel like you're gonna fall asleep man you can always um call somebody else that cares because yeah not that's not me i don't well just call what how was your week Man, it was good. We are still in the process. We finally finished painting the house, uh, the new house, and we are going started the process of moving in uh, this week uh, or yesterday. Or no, excuse me, today we just emptied the garage, and then we decided as a 
yesterday was our 11 year wedding anniversary. Um, so nice. Thank you. Congrats. Uh, thank you. So as a gift to me and Renee, um, we are, we decided to pay for someone to pack and move us. So that's going to be fantastic. That is the greatest gift you could give each other. Yes. So we're going to pack some stuff just so they don't take forever. Uh, and the, cause that's like the lady basically said, like the packing part is the most expensive. So a bunch of like the bit or easy stuff for us to move things that like clothes and different things that they could take forever on like packing or trying to deal with. We're just going to move it ourselves. Cause the new house is only about 15 minutes Northwest of where we live. So we can do some truck runs and stuff, but we're going back to Mexico this coming Thursday. So with a bunch of friends that this, this time around, it's a bunch of friends that I went to high school with. So, um, and most of which, you know, and so we are going to go there with our spouses and have a good time. So when we come back, I've got to go, I've got to leave again out of town for work for a couple of days and then come back and then we are going to be moved in. So that's all oh, rough life you got there. I know. Yeah. I mean, I got to go to Mexico and I got to go to Wyoming for like a three day deal. And, oh, Dude, so I packed up, I packed up my house too to like save on costs so that they move this stuff and I packed it too. We had a surplus of boxes that were left uh, in this Colorado house. And they were like, you know, like normal small book boxes? Yeah. Yeah, this was like half the size of those. But I was like, screw it. I'm using all of them. So I used like 300 of these tiny boxes to put all this little crap in. And it's ridiculous. (laughs) I, I don't think I really thought it through because... I'm not sure I labeled all of them as well as I should have. So unpacking is going to be an adventure. Yeah. Uh, can I, add, I assume that you were maybe partaking in alcohol while um, packing? Uh, I don't think so. Really? You were just completely sober and you still didn't label things? Because it was in the middle. It was in the middle of like school finals week and stuff. Uh, so I had like yeah. so much else going on that I was still just kind of. I was like all over the place. I was doing like a class and then I would pack for an hour and then I would cry and then I would go to another class. <laughs> Good God, that sounds terrible. How do you know Mr. Tomas Crampton? Uh, Tomas Crampton is a friend of friends, basically. We met through a um, good buddy of mine, Austin, and... Um, Nash and Nash, yeah. who does our, who is people, all of our d- devoted listeners know because he's on our um, the Junto with me, um, and Brian. Yeah, Feezy. I met, well, I met Nash first through my high school friend Stover. Um, yep, you know. yep, yep. Um, and I'm trying. I'm really trying to think back when the first time we met was. I just was it Shit Show Scramble? It might have been it was like the first one. Yeah. That could have been it, uh, unless you're at like you know like the party he used to throw at his parents' house, like that pool party where you ever no, had that. I, I, no. no, I missed those. Um, yeah, I caught like the last one or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those don't have anymore. No, uh, but yeah, no, it must have been the shit show scramble. Yeah. So, so Nash for his birthday started like three years ago. Yeah, four years ago. Three years. Uh, it's called the Shit Show Scramble. It's a golf tournament uh, among friends. And now it has slowly grown into... So last year we had 
30? Almost 40 people. 40 people. It was 38. Yeah. 38, 39 contestants. We had trophies with little golden uh, toilets on them. And um, and then we had the everyone else. If you didn't get first, second, or third, everyone else got a little medal that says, is a participate. Yeah, it was a participation yeah, was ribbon. Participation ribbon. Uh, that said, said you I sucked. sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten I've gotten nothing but participation awesome. ribbons in that tournament. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, dude, shit. You're gonna you might have to actually come down this year. It's gonna be in August. We're looking at when like are you almost be sixty here? people too this year. Yeah, like it's massive. Okay, so let's get into the actual purpose of the show, which is the man to my right here, which is Mister Senor Tomas. Cramptain, Cramp, Crampton, Crampton, yeah. Okay, close. So, uh, of Valhalla Millworks. First off, we talked about it a little bit when you got here. Um, you made us some flags. Yes. Uh, that have each of our units. So mine is the Seventy Fifth Ranger Regiment. So it's the DUI, and then we've got Shix, which is his. It's not his unit per se, I guess, but it's a uh, for his EOD. Uh, what do you call it again, Chick? It's the, it's the buzzard bomb and pick. That's it. Okay, so the buzzard bomb and pick. So um, I've got the flag here, and I can say it looks super badass. We will put pictures up on our Instagram, so you'll have to actually maybe go there at some point. Um, and it is pretty awesome, man. So thank you very much for that. It does look awesome. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, man. Where to start? Uh, grew up in. What's Coppola. your favorite color? Oh, blue. Do you sit or stand? When I pee. When I poop. Nope. Oh, going back to that <laughs> one, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm the leaner. First, I lean over, do the business. Yeah, that means you sit. Okay, that's yeah. sitting because uh, you don't leave the toilet seat. No, no, no. Okay, because yeah. that's insane. Yeah, no. Thank you. Psychopaths do that. Oh, yeah, wait exactly. a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Do you sit when you pee? Uh, sometimes, <laughs> if I think it's going to turn into a poop. Oh, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. I don't. I don't like risking it. You know, it's just a hassle. You're you're standing up and then you feel it. And you got you got either stop and sit down depending on how yeah. urgent it is. Then so, it stings. Yeah, stop. so you can't stop when it if, starts. If I think it's gonna, if I think it's gonna hit, I. Uh, oh, I got my father calling in. We should just we're gonna we're gonna bring him in. Oh boy. Hey, Dad. Yeah, where are you? I'm in the middle of the podcast. Shit, can you hear us? Nope. Sure can. How are you, Mr. Barber? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> How much? How are you? Good, good. I don't mean to disturb your uh, else, uh, podcast. Just call me back when you get there. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Have a good one. Yep. Bye. It's a family show. Yeah, it is. That went better than when we called your mom. Yeah. <laughs> My mom was still like flustered. She's like, I just can't. I don't even know if I can listen to the next episode. <laughs> so does your mom have that thick of a Southern accent? Yes, she does. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's pretty, pretty thick. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so you, so you sit like a normal human. Yep. Your favorite color is what again? Blue. And you are married or single? Married. Dogs? Two. Cats? None. Thank God. My wife hates cats. Good job. <laughs> And your kids? None. Okay. Do you want kids at some point? It is, yeah. We want to start soon, but we currently live in a townhouse, and it's already filled with two of us and two dogs. So, 
uh, unfortunately the housing market's just terrible for buyers right now and we Indeed. don't want to pay an extra fifty thousand dollars for no reason so we're uh we're, we're kind of waiting it out but we definitely want to start trying by the end of the year so uh we just you know things need to align a little better no yeah i think uh we've we've talked about that multiple times here i feel like this show's like starting to turn into um let's bitch about the buyer and seller's market yeah. right now because me and chick both went through it um well that's good so uh you were so tell us a little bit about your beginnings of childhood so i was actually born in uh, akron ohio um my parents moved down to Coppell when I was, I was on the list two it wasn't you didn't ask i didn't tell okay um so i consider myself texan you know I, like i said been down here since i was two um yeah gr- grew up in Coppell, went all the way through the school system there and the joined the army right out of high school so, nice yeah and what did you do in the army i was a tanker a tank crewman 19 kilo for any of the listeners out there that know mos numbers speech so it was uh it was fun i was actually gonna um go in as an mp because i i actually had a plan was going as an mp didn't we all yeah <laughs> you know do my <laughs> do my four-year contract get out and you know maybe be like dallas pd or something and i go in to sign my contract and the recruiter did the old bait and switch he's like hey 19 kilo popped up i'm like what's that he's like you get to drive tanks i'm like fuck yeah like, I want to do that. <laughs> He's like, we'll also give you a $20,000 signing bonus. I'm like, give me the pen. Like, I'm in. Yeah. Oh. And so my mom, she did not want me to go in the Army. Um, so she's, I come home from the recruiting station. My dad went with me. Come home from the recruiting station. Mom's at the kitchen table. And she's like, so did you sign your contract? I'm like, yeah. She's like, so you're going to be an MP? I'm like, no, I'm going to be a tanker. Just breaks down crying. I'm like, <laughs> you knew I was going in the army. Like, why are you crying over this? She's like, I thought you were going to be on a base writing speeding tickets. And now you're going to be in a tank in a war. And, you know, just full on breakdown, mom oh, yeah. breakdown. And I always, you know, I, I like to joke around now. Uh, when I did deploy, I was on our uh, battalion PSD. Um, so we didn't even get tanks. I got a truck. So I was like, chokes on you, mom. I don't even get a tank in the war. <laughs> <laughs> So that was fun. That is awesome. My mom, my mom handled it really well for a long time. Yeah. They kind of thought, like, I remember my mom was like, she's a little disappointed because I went in after college. So she's Mm. like, I knew you would go in. You'd said you were going to go into the army at some point in your whole life. But then I thought we dodged the bullet when you went to college. Right. And then, but now you're going. So she wasn't (laughs) that surprised. It wasn't, so it really went really well for the most part Mm -hmm. Um, until uh, when I went to the 75th Ranger Regiment I at uh, graduation mm. because they paid like a cool guy video, like a, I don't know, just like a highlight reel of like Rangers doing cool things like right. kicking doors down and stuff, stuff that's whatever, that look cool just because, you know, it's like a hype up video. Yeah. And I guess she just saw that and started bawling because oh, she had no idea what I was actually going to be doing. She no <laughs> you clue didn't tell what her. Ranger Reg- I told her. I told oh, her I was like going just... into Rangers. She had no idea. Yeah. She's just like, I mean, I don't know. I just thought it was all kind of the same. And then it's like all this like dudes rappelling onto like top of buildings and stuff. And she's yeah. like, oh my God, no. <laughs> she's pissed. Uh, that's funny. Did uh, you... By the way, Akron is 49th. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. So. This is going to be a very useful tool. I'm going to use this. I'm going to save this list. I was curious. Maybe forever. 
Okay, so you were, uh, so what do you, so you got out. What year did you get out? I got out in 2013. So I did just under six years. Okay. Um, total. Moved back here. And yeah, I went in because I hate school. I hate it. I barely Man. passed Man. high school. Um, my, lab, my senior year of high school, I went to the, I call it the stupid kids school. It's that one where they send you off campus and you do four hours a day. Yeah. Uh, Coppell's system was called Turning Point. So I'm a graduate <laughs> of Turning Point. <laughs> um, so you with all the, like the pregnant girls? Yeah, and, all the pregnant okay, girls nice. and the drug addicts and everything like that. And uh, sweet, I just like, you know, I'm, I just hate, I hate school. I can't, if I'm interested in a subject, I pick up on it really quickly. I, I and I'll put everything I have into it. I don't care about composition too. You know, English. You know, writing paper. Oh, God, amen. Hate it. Hate it. Never liked it. And my parents didn't really know what to do with me because, you know, my dad has two master's degrees and he's a software engineer, uh, super smart guy. Yeah. Um, mom went to college. They met in college. They both went to Purdue. Um, Good for know, them. Yeah. And so, and then my older sister flew right through. She went to um, college and everything. My younger sister went to college. And then there's me who just, I, I mean, they really didn't think I was gra- graduate high school, you know? Yeah. And kind of went like Schick's path a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, like growing up in Coppell, there is no like shop class or anything like that. It's all computers. Right. Um, And I actually spoke with the counselor because after the army, I went to HVAC school and they needed my high school diploma. I never even picked it up. The high school still had it, you know, seven years later. Nice. And (laughs) yeah, that's how little I cared. I didn't walk. I didn't even get, get my diploma. And so I was talking with the counselor. I was like, how come there is no like shop class or anything like any kind of different path that kids can try out? Right. You know, she's like the school district just doesn't believe there's a future in that. The, they believe the future is in computers and that's what they want to teach students. I'm like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's not proven to be super true now. Yeah. With all the. Yeah, except, except when there's no one else left to do them. Yeah, exactly. There's exactly. such a trade shortage right now. You know, and the student, the student debt's crazy because everyone's getting useless degrees they don't even use. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, so they didn't know what to do with me. And, you know, to their credit, I, I love my parents. They're great people. And they never forced me to go to college. They're like, we don't want you wasting our money because it was going to be paid for. Yeah. Um, but they're like, you don't have to go to college, but you can't sit around the house and do nothing. Like, figure, yeah, yeah, yeah. figure your stuff That's out. That's good. So, join the army. Um, and then got out, went to HVAC school, um, got into that trade. And then that's where I learned, you know, working with my hands and everything like that. Really enjoyed it. Um, but man, Texas addicts suck in the summer. So, um, yeah, I, uh, got out of that and now I'm in my normal, like my day job is, um, we're a third party lab that basically does testing for anything and everything that requires environmental testing. Um, so like. The example I like to give is we had a company come in who manufactures crosswalk buttons and we had to do an icing test to make sure that they still operate if they were iced over. Um, so mm. we built up three quarters of an inch of ice on it, hit the button, make sure everything still worked. And that's, you know, it's just one of the tests, but that's about as clear as I can make my job. Cause it's really a niche, you know, area. Not many people even think about this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. It, I mean, it's interesting. I got, I was working, um, for an HVAC company in their product development research lab. And, you know, it was a good job, 
but you can only rebuild an air conditioner so many times before it's an air conditioner. Yeah, yeah. And it just got burnt out. And I was working night shift, and that was when I first started dating my now wife. And it's like, you know, kind of when I knew that I was going to marry her, it's like, I don't want to be working night shift, trying to start a family and getting married. So, right. This, a recruiter reached out for this job. I jumped on, I get to work normal hours now and do the woodworking on the side. And great. So, so you've been doing so how many, so how long have you been at this current job? About two and a half years. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So, so what, how long have you been doing woodworking? So professionally, since last October, okay. um, one of my best friends growing up, I've known him since kindergarten. He owns one of his own, he owns his own, um, uh, house remodeling companies. Um, and so he would call me out for any HVAC stuff. I was like his HVAC guy basically. Right. And then I would hang around and, um, uh, basically just help him with anything else around there. So like he, he really like kind of introduced me to kind of the more construction side of everything and just building and working and everything like that. So, um, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. And then I've always wanted to, um, do woodworking and, you know, American dream, just have your own business, be your own boss and do what you want to do. Amen. Um, and so my, my, um, partner, the other co-owner Taylor, um, he reached out and he's like, Hey man, like I have this space and the funds to do it. Like you want to start woodworking business. I'm like, absolutely. So jumped right on it. You so know, hold on, hold on. Make sure I'm following correctly. Taylor has his own remodeling. No, thing? Oh, okay, Kyle, so different guy. Yeah. Different okay. guy. Okay. Okay. Um, Taylor, um, he, uh, was unemployed. Didn't really need to be employed, but unemployed. Um, and so he was like, you want to do this? I'm yeah, absolutely. So nice. Yeah. And then we've been going out, hit the ground running, you know, in the middle of a pandemic when wood prices were spiking. So perfect. Time. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of stuff, uh, what's the, what kind of stuff do you guys do? We do really anything. So we kind of did it backwards. So when we first started, um, the plan was basically set up an Etsy shop, do little stuff like the, the CNC was one of our first purchases. And what the hell's a CNC? It's what we made this with. Uh, basically, a computer program. It has a, a tool and a spindle, and it cuts the wood out for you. So basically, you put the picture, you trace it on the program, you set up all your all your tools and everything like yeah, that, yeah. and it basically carves it out for you. Okay. Um, so uh, we bought the CNC and we started buying tools and everything. And the the plan was start an Etsy shop, try to get little bit of regular flow income going and then right. we'd move up to custom projects for people well as soon as we said hey we're you know we were telling friends and family basically only like hey we're uh we started a woodworking business things just start flying in. it's like i want a dining room table i want this i want that it's like oh okay so we started off with custom projects and we never really got the business side going so um we've you know, kind of realigned and we talked about, it's like, okay, we need to put a hold on custom projects. We need to get the actual business side up and running, um, get our inventory stacked up and then we can start taking custom projects again. Cause you know, like, like I said, we did one dining room table, have solid cherry, beautiful table, like, you know, a lot of fun to build, but it's a one-time payment, you know, there's yeah, no, yeah, yeah. there's no cash flow, So, you know, it's all self-funded. So you know, like that, that payment was nice, but it lasted a week before the money was spent. So, mm -hmm. 
Right, right. So that's what we're doing now. Um, we're working. We're about to get the website up where you can actually order through it. It's fathellmillworks.com. And um, we're starting off, you know, super simple. We got cutting boards. We have rolling trays. Um, we're going to add cigar boxes, chess boards, um, little things like that, ashtrays for the cigar boxes if you want to buy one with it. And then once we kind of have a steady uh, steady flow going off that will open up the custom projects. And I mean, we have people waiting. Another person wants a dining room table. Um, like my sister wants a tree house built. So we'll do just about anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. Really. The only thing we absolutely will refuse outright is kitchen cabinets and um, chairs because chairs are really hard. Yeah. <laughs> haven't built one and uh, kitchen cabinets because we don't want to be known as cabinet guys. Um, that is such a flooded market. People can do it way faster for way cheaper than what we could. Sure. Yeah. So we just want nothing. I, I, my parents even asked like, would you do it? No, like not happening. Yeah. So, so yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're lucky that we get to, you know, this is, you know, a business we can, we can turn down anybody. We want, we can turn, if we don't want the job, if the job doesn't sure. sound good, like, like it's not best for us. And we can say no and not feel too bad about it. So, cause we did take a job and it didn't work out. It was our first real big failure. Um, and it was on us. A tool broke. Timelines got pushed back. It was, it was all on our side. Um, mm. but we took the job because it was a big job and, you know, I'm only working part-time after my day job. Taylor can work full-time, but he has, he's married with two kids. So, how full time can you really be with that schedule? Right. Um, but yeah, so I mean, but his kids are like five and two, you know, so running around, he's, he's you know, still a school and everything like that. And our shop is actually out of um, his dad's house. It's a just single car garage and, you know, free space. We don't have to pay any kind of rent or anything on it. So yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's been fun. Like I said, we hit the ground running. It was not what we expected. Um, and we really had to, you know, cause I've never been in any kind of upper echelon of any business, mm -hmm. you know, I don't have any kind of that. And, and Taylor does some, he was, you know, general manager or assistant general manager at Copart. That was his last job before this. Okay. So he, he knows the business side a lot better. Um, I'm just the worker bee, you know, building stuff. Uh, and so like we had to sit down and like, Hey, like, are we doing this right? Like, do we need to realign? He's like, no, we do. And so, um, we're back on track. It's just been real interesting. So, so what would you say is like your, I know you guys are still pretty new because of what it's been, what, six months, yeah, seven months. So um, what is your, cause I love small business stuff and especially the veteran side. So what, what's probably like your biggest mistake you guys have made so far? Taking a job for money, you know, just because it pays a lot doesn't mean it's the right one. That was the, the one that failed. Yeah. Um, you know, we saw that paid what the payday was going to be at the end of it. And of course it was kitchen cabinets and, you know, it wasn't the oh, stuff we wanted yeah, to do, yeah. you know? So <laughs> we broke that rule thinking that, you know, it's like, man, this is going to pay off like, you know, a fifth of our debt, just this job. Yeah. You know, it's like, we got to do it. And it just, we made zero money off of it. Uh, we, we nice. lost a lot of money on it actually. Yeah. So, I was to say, so probably lost something. Yeah. A lot of time lost. Um, and everything like that. So that was by far our biggest mistake. And it's like, okay, like we, 
we don't take jobs for money. We take the jobs that we want to do and we build what we want to build. And I think that's nice. important. So, so what do you think is probably one of the best things you guys have done so far? Like looking back and you're like, damn, that was actually kind of intelligent. That was like good business savvy, whatever. Something <laughs> you're like, all right, that worked out well. Honestly, it was a cutting board. It was this massive cutting board. It was actually leftover cherry from the dining room table we built um, for Austin's wife's parents. Okay, uh, nice, nice. And so uh, it was this, it's 18 inches by 28 inches by like two inches thick, just this massive cherry cutting board. And we put that out there and people loved it. They were like, I want one. And I was like, it's $300. Like, do you really want one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it, people underestimate the size too because I, I built one a similar size just out of different material for my sister um, for her anniversary gift to her husband. And her husband called me like two weeks later. He's like, can you make us a smaller one? Because this just <laughs> does not fit in our kitchen. Like you got to have a big kitchen for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what were the dimensions? 18 inches by 28 inches by two, two inches thick. And so how many, what is that? What's this, the flag? This is 38 by like 18 Jeez, or something so like it's that. almost it's that almost, size. Yeah. It's just a little bit shorter. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big ass And then twice board. as thick. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. Yeah, it's massive. So, um, and we, we have a lot of fun. Um, like I was telling you before the show, like my wife does, she has a cricket, so she does a lot of creative stuff. So she runs our social media because uh, we're morons. And so... Yeah, amen. With every... Speaking to the choir here. <laughs> we have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> but with... Uh, so with every cutting board, um, because there is care to it. You can't just stick them in the dishwasher when you when you want to clean them. It'll ruin it. Um, gotcha, yeah. And so, like, she helps us by print, using her Cricut. She prints off, like, these really professional, like, care instructions and everything. Yeah, like, Thank smart. you for buying, cool. you know. So that way someone's like, oh, your cutting board fell apart. I was like, did you read our note? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so Did it fall apart or did yeah. you just tear it apart? And the actually the dining room table we built, I got a call from from uh, that person. It was like, we chipped the top bad. I was like, okay. So I get to go repair that one when I have a little. I was, I was over there yesterday actually that has over for dinner so I could look at the damages. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, I brought some super glue. I was like, this should be, from what they sent me, it should be just real easy fix. It was not. So mm. they, I get to uh, go back with some more tools and try to try to recover the tabletop. And that thing weighs like, because I have to do it all there. That thing weighs like 350 pounds. It's just Jesus. solid wood. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not one that we want to take back to a shop. And, you know, it's such a pain. So is y'all's website open? So you said it's not running yet? Not yet. We're hopefully within a month um, okay. because we currently we are building all the inventory for the first for the cutting boards and the rolling trays. We're putting all that stuff together because it's each cutting board has four different sizes and each rolling tray has four different sizes. Gotcha. Okay. So you've said rolling tray a few yeah. times. What the hell is a rolling tray? Well, for tobacco use only. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But it's, a, you know, something that you can put everything on and, and roll like roll cigarettes. Unquote, yeah, for rolls. tobacco use only. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he actually used air quotes. <laughs> you just can't see it. So, okay, okay. Yeah. Now I'm on the same page. Yeah. All right. And so, um, it's well, for, so, some people like to roll cigarettes, okay? Yeah. All right, yeah. guys. Or, you know, if they got to load their pipe, you yeah. know, their cigars. Their, yeah. their tobacco pipe. Yeah. Right. So, um, unfortunately, it's still Texas for now. So, yeah. Eventually, though. Yeah. But, uh, you know, 
I've talked to a couple like smoke shops around the area and they're like, you know, yeah, bring them in. Like we'll see if they sell. And if so, like, so sure, yeah, we're yeah. trying to get them in stores. They'll also be on the website. Um, and then same with, uh, we, after, once we get these two things set up, cause they're the easiest to build. Like, I mean, they're squares or are they available to like, if I were to want to get a rolling tray mm-hmm. or a, uh, cutting board, is it, can you do customization Yes, on them? Like, a like embroidering or put a name on it or yeah, something. Absolutely. Um, and it would be, you know, a little bit extra. Of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, everything's customizable. Um, okay. The beauty of the CNC machine, as long as we know beforehand, we can engrave just about anything anywhere. Right. So um, that's cool. Yeah. Everything, everything will be customizable. Um, but so once we get those two things going, we really want to build like nice cigar boxes. Cause I was talking to someone in a cigar shop, the owner um, and she was like, you know, people are buying these cigar boxes off Amazon, but all the stuff is coming from China because cigar boxes have to be built very particularly. Yeah, as they far do. as like the wood yeah, inside. It's a big deal. And so they're like, she's like, you know, they're coming from China and they're not using the right wood or this or that. So they're getting moldy and this. So, yep. Or they don't hold. Or they, they don't yeah, hold they, the humidity at all. Yeah. So there's a whole lot of issues. And so um, she's like, well, you know, get one together. I'll see if there's an interest from my customers and so, so thankfully. So we're also trying to get in stores. Um, so because the cigar boxes are a lot more complicated, um, those are kind of back burner once we're mm-hmm. you know, up and moving yeah, we, yeah. and we can focus time on it. So, uh, but that's, that's one of the, the things we really want to do. Um, and just, you know, we're really trying to market towards, towards men and, and just that, you know, really, cause people just don't buy, good wood products anymore it seems like um everything's so much cheaper at ikea or stuff like that and that's fine like if that's that's what you want to get that's get it you know but we really want to provide something that if you buy it from us like it's gonna last a long time if not if, if it's properly maintained so so for for people that are like me um who are wood ignorant mm mm-hmm um wanted to use a different word but then she could yell at me so um what what do you mean by that like what do you mean by some people just like people don't buy stuff with good wood anymore so you know a lot of stuff nowadays you know it's all people are all about their bottom dollar so they're going to use the cheapest stuff sell it the highest price they can and it's going to break you know two three years down the road even sooner sometimes and so like we really try like we really try to focus on using quality hardwood, um, okay. something that's going to stand the test of time. Like I said, like the cutting board we built. And also, awesome. I've definitely been the one that bled the most in our shop so far. I'm oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> but that would definitely be me. I'm pretty sure I've, I figured out, like I cut my finger, like it's kind of healed now, but I cut my finger just trying to change my edger blade. Yeah. I cut, right. I cut this finger because I was sawing something off and I had my thumb in front of the saw and I just hit it like a nice. moron. Yeah. We're, we're not too big on safety. We want our products to. not going to be you know even the the inventory stuff like the cutting boards and the rolling trays you know like the blanks will be made from it but nothing will be ready to ship 
everything will be in like our cutting boards, we condition it for you. So when you get one, it's ready to use right out the box. Um, nice. And same with like when the cigar boxes come around, like we'll season those, like it'll be ready to put cigars in as soon as you get it. And, you know, some people in particular, we might give an option of unseasoned, but you know, our, we're really trying to deliver, like I said, a ready to use good product that's going to outlive you. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I think the seasoning thing and like the instructions, I think it's a great idea. Cause when I was much like newer to cigars and smoking cigars, and in that box over there, the American flag one, that, mm-hmm. that's actually just a one off of Amazon, but it's, it's, and it was cheap. And I'm like, all right. Cause I basically, the one I had it, I didn't take care of it cause I didn't know anything about cigars. Right. I didn't know about seasoning. I didn't yeah. know about any of that. So <laughs> it pretty much just kind of rotted out and I threw it away Yeah, and I needed a bigger one anyway. So I just got that kind of really quick cause I had cigars and I didn't want to ruin them. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then that's when I had to like. I was like, what the hell is seasoning? Like, I didn't right. know, I didn't understand you had to do all that stuff. So the fact that you guys will have that and pre-seasoned and then that mm-hmm. way you just kind of kind of maintain it. And that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, and then the, the goal is once, you know, once we, we grow enough and we can maybe hire an employer too, like they take care of the inventory side stuff and the customer. Sure. You know, like my big thing, I really, I love like, you know, um, like dining room tables, coffee tables, um, on walls, things like that, like, like proper furniture pieces that when you see, you're like, Oh man, that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so that's where we want it. That's the direction we want to go. Uh, we just have to get the capital first and you know, we have to get our name out of there, you know, not sure. Friends and family will trust a six, six month old business cause they know the person, but right. You know, when I'm asking $4,000 for a basic cherry table, it doesn't, you know, look like a whole lot unless you know what you're looking at. Um, you know, there's sticker shock to it for sure. Um, and so we need the reputation behind it too. It's like, no, this will last. You don't have to worry about it. So are you, is you, is the end goal for this to be the full-time job? Yeah. Yeah. We're hoping that I can quit my day job, uh, in two to three years. So okay. it's a slow roll, you know, sure. we're not oh, yeah, expecting that's realistic. To, yeah. That's not slow. That's just realistic of, I mean, I know some people that, some people that have very successful businesses now. And one of the girls, her name is Erica that, I want to have on the show. I will have on the show at some point because she lives down the road. But um, her, she was like a VP at a, at like a Chase Bank, mm-hmm. which they have a million VPs and that's yeah. her joke mainly. <laughs> but uh, she, I mean, she worked there for probably five years and then like the last two years straight, she was essentially like figured out a need dealing with all these customers mm-hmm. And so she started doing it on the side and I think it, it was two straight years before, yeah. you know, and, and that's still pretty quick to go from, you know, cause you can only do it part time and it's, yeah. I mean, it helps that Taylor doesn't have to do it part time so he can kind of do certain things that you can't. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man, I think that's awesome. I think it's a great realistic goal. If you were to say like, you know, six months from now, I've been like in my, in my head, hello dog, you're annoying. <laughs> I love you. Opening the door. Um, then I think that it would be, that would have been, that's a scary answer. You're yeah. like, yeah, you know, I don't know, three months. I'll be done. Like, <laughs> no, no, oh, absolutely God, not. All right. <laughs> well, cool. Um, so the website will be up soon and then yes. we'll have, um, how do we reach you in the meantime? Should we just, I mean, do you want us waiting? How do you want people like, obviously you guys have Instagram. Yeah. We're on all social medias except for Snapchat. Are um, you on TikTok? No. Oh, although okay. that has been heavily requested. We should be doing TikTok videos like the build. I'm like, I, I don't know how to do that. I don't want. Oh, to that's super easy. Yeah, I can show you how to do that. Who was requesting that? Uh, Mary Helen. 
Austin's wife. She's the <laughs> one that keeps saying that you should do it. <laughs> What's the weirdest thing you guys have made so far? It's been requested. Nothing weird. Um, Tell us about, so you guys don't want to go. So you shared, you shared that link, right? Was it you that shared the link or was it someone else that shared it about the two dudes that like created, um, got into like. That was someone else, but they tagged us. That's yeah, what it was. They build kinky yeah. furniture. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that was the most, I didn't watch the whole thing. That was the most random like niche thing that. What a market though. I think they kind of said it too. They were like, we kind of just got this one request and then it just kind of snowballed. Yeah. Into, like this huge like underworld of it? like. So it's like bedroom furniture, but for like kinky sex. So like they build like bed frames with, you know, like uh, where are those things called? Like the stockades. Like, yeah. Stockades. So like they'll build a bed frame with the stockade thing in it that you can lock your partner. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's just really weird stuff like that. Dude. It's, it it's was awesome. all kinds of like, um, the, they, so they interviewed a couple like customers and stuff and it was, um, what in the world, uh, mate, um, Nature D, what is the um, dominatrix? Dominatrix, dominatrix yeah. stuff. Like some of the couples are like way into like the whole leather straps and leather, like the whips and all this handcuffs. And so they would order these like beds and like sex swing things and like all this crazy stuff that like these guys would make out of wood. Yeah. And uh, adult toddlers or babies and yeah, stuff. Yeah, high chairs, like adult <laughs> high chairs for people that want to like shut like up. Babies. No, yeah. dude, I had to send you a link. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> but it people, was so that, insane. But that's, that's the crazy part though is like those people with those kinks, if it's a good product, they'll, they'll pay out the butt for, oh, for God, stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they know because it's so weird, like they're going to be paying and they love paying for it because it's what they love to do. Well, it's so. also like... You can't get that off of Amazon. No, you can't. Like you, you can't find <laughs> it anyway. No. In a kinky way, I think it'd be kind of badass to have a big high chair, adult size, you could sit and eat dinner while you're watching TV with. <laughs> yeah, if you made it. Yeah, exactly. Like a totally different, super comfortable. Yeah, like a, um, like basically like a dinner, like a dinner tray, yeah. like a TV tray, but you know the whole thing in one, which is essentially just a baby chair. Yeah. But the, but the novelty of it looking like a high chair, I think, would still be hilarious. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I mean... Hey, we Shake, when's your birthday? <laughs> I'm about to get a commission. <laughs> Are you asking me? Yeah, when's your birthday? July 14th. Mm, that's kind of close. That's a tight timeline for someone yeah, who's never a, built before. <laughs> for a really big baby chair. Okay. How big is Shake? I mean, Chris, he's tiny. He's yeah. like a... Little, little guy, a little right? man boy, little, little man, man boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's like it's, I'm like a toddler height. with like a beer belly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what a toddler looks like. So yes, I don't know. He's like five ten. How tall are you? Five nine, five ten. Yeah, five nine. Yeah, he's pretty much like my height. He's just a lot smaller than me, right? Muscle wise, yeah. Um, it's built like a snowman. Yeah, it's built a little more <laughs> like a snowman. Like stick arms, stick legs, a little belly. That's funny. Yeah, Eve loves it. Um, all right, so maybe me and Eve will get it for Christmas in for him. Yeah. Uh, maybe Eve's into that kind of stuff. So um, that's awesome, man. So you're... Uh, any more questions, Chick? I can't think of anything. I'm trying to think of anything else. Um... I don't know. Well, I mean, you kind of talked about the furniture stuff. Do you want to do like some job you eventually or would want to do? 
like as far as a wood project goes? Uh, yeah. So, um, I really, I saw, I saw this one woodworker out of Australia. He did this beautiful walnut and brass, uh, like record player cabinet. I mean, it was just unbelievable. Um, and I saw that I was like, I want to build something like that someday. Like that's like really what like sparked following his page. Cause I, before even the business, I would follow, you know, random woodworkers on Instagram and stuff just to see what they were building. And then I found this guy and this guy, you know, he does only custom stuff and he, um, I mean, he just makes in, incredible things. I think he has a YouTube channel, but he only posts like six videos a year. Um, and he made he the furniture he makes is what really inspired me to like want to get into the furniture making just the stuff he builds is incredible um so something like that like i'd love to do an office desk like a really nice office desk um the record player cabinet like i think an armoire would be really challenging but super cool like a big tall one yeah like yeah yeah um growing up my dad had one of those and it i mean it lasted forever it finally just kind of broke apart yeah but uh like the doors the drawers and everything but that thing was that thing was legit yeah so like something Dude, that like is that. the old school yeah it's like the old school furniture though like my parents when they had like the good furniture mm-hmm. it lasted through everything every move we did as a kid like it was a no-brainer yeah but like oh, it just so. never ever breaks down no it was like a thousand pounds to move it anyway <laughs> yeah. so you, once you once you move it you're it stays there and you're you're good with it yeah so stuff like that um would be really what I what I want to make just because you know like I said I, I don't think I think the Ikea stuff can only you know like it's, it can only last for so long and then like it's even kind of cheap looking oh you know, yeah so you know like I really want to build these pieces like it's it's almost like a piece of artwork in the house like oh it's like it's functional you you use it yeah, every yeah. day but you know you saw a guest walks into your house they're like wow like that's incredible you know, something like that, I think would be really cool. Nice, man. So, uh, so how do you guys market stuff right now? Uh, mostly Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Uh, until the website's up. Uh, and that'll still be a really heavy player. Everything we do is, is posted. Um, that's cool that you guys can like make stuff. I just can't, I can't do that. <laughs> and you know what? Sometimes I can't either. Sometimes the project's just so like, I can't, but that's part of the fun too, is figuring it out. I mean, for two days, you're sitting at the, you're looking at this piece of wood, like, how do I turn you into what you need to be? And you just can't. And then finally that thing pops up. You're like, yeah, like, yes, I got it. Fuck you, wood. (laughs) 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 You didn't beat Uh, me. Uh, But yeah, you know, it's. That's how I feel about this new house right now. (laughs) I'm going to make you my bitch. You're not going to win. I swear to God, you're not going to win. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they just put up fights. But you gotta, you gotta just keep working on it, and it's you know, it's that kind of like problem solving that really gives me the most joy in it. Sure, and as you know, also seeing like the faces of customers, they're like, oh, it's perfect. You know, it's like, yes, like I didn't screw it up that bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's nerve wracking. Because you know, this. I mean, you're really. I mean, this. Like, I'm not egotistical about many things. Right. Except when it comes to something I made. Like sure, it's, yeah. It's really the only time I really care what someone thinks. And I'll over ask. I was like, do you really like it? You know, like. You feel vulnerable though. Yeah, no, because it's like, I worked really hard on this. Like, yeah. please like it, you know? And yeah. so. What, um, where'd you guys learn all this stuff? So Taylor learns from me 
And then I learned from Kyle just working alongside him because um, mm-hmm. Kyle has been doing this like woodworking since he was old enough to hold the tool. Like the, he's so good. Um, and he, you know, he went to OU. With, Gross. Yeah. But he went to OU and got his degree in construction management. Mm-hmm. And so like he knows the construction. Like he just knows how to build. He knows how to build. He knows how to work with tools. Like I want to say when he was like 13, he did custom mantle for someone's home, you know, like over their fire, <laughs> like just crazy. Like this dude's insane. And like, we try to share some of the stuff we build and he shares something that he built. Like, man, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. We it's know you're better. Cool. Yeah. But <laughs> so, um, like before starting the business, if I wanted to build something, he was always the one I went to. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. He would teach me. He taught me how to use all the tools I know how to use. You know, he taught me, I said, I'm a kindergarten. He's one of my best friends. And so it was just, it was also an excuse for us to hang out and, you know, sure. Drink beer, work in the shop and, and have some fun. You Get know? drunk, cut your fingers off. Yeah, exactly. I appreciate you all having me. Thanks for, thanks for opening a slot up for me. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of work. I know. I know you guys are just packed. Yeah, we are. Yeah. People are knocking down the door trying to get on this, but yeah, man, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, it's uh, Valhalla Millworks, and the uh, website will be up, and it'll be www.valhallamillworks.com. Okay, and you can follow them on Instagram, which is Instagram. Valhalla Millworks. And Facebook and Twitter? Nope, no Twitter. Uh, what was the other one you have? That's just those two. You said all of them, and you have two? Yeah, I, we tried Snapchat, but we can't. We, I don't know. I don't even know how to do Snapchat. Yeah. Um, I forgot the log. You yet. need to do the TikTok though. <laughs> I'm I'm a t- personally against TikTok, but it would totally make sense for your business. All right, cool. Uh, well, thanks, man. Thanks, Tom Crampton, and um, right. and we'll see you guys it, next week. That's this this has nice. been the Beyond Our Service podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, review, tell your friends all about us. This show can be found everywhere major podcasts are available. And if you'd like to reach out, please head over to beyondourservice.com and let us know what you think or find out how you can be a part of the show. See you next time.